Welcome to the Tea with Tina, your favorite podcast where we talk all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and maybe a little bit of tea gets spilled. We chat all about this in a super casual environment. So grab your beverage of choice, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. Today's episode is going to be a deep dive into five common mistakes that cause new habits to fail, okay? Um, I will be clear, (laughs) no pun intended, but I got this from James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits. He made up a swipe post about this on Instagram a while back. I actually don't even know how long ago it was, but I saved this because I really thought it would be something cool to share with you guys. He breaks down the five different you know, causes that new habits fail. And a lot of them, I was like, wow, a lot of my clients do this. I see this mindset a lot. So I thought we would go over them. I would share that with you and we can kind of elaborate on it a little bit more. Okay. I've been really enjoying doing this, by the way. I feel like we are definitely in the information era, right? Probably almost in the information overload era. This could be a whole separate podcast, but I've been seeing just so much information out there. And the idea of creating completely new stuff, it's just not possible. You're you're not going to com- like create something completely brand new and unique. The same thing has been said millions to- of times over and over in different ways. So I've been really enjoying kind of taking um, inspiration from other areas that may not be health and fitness. Like for instance, this, this is more just like general mindset psychology and, and repurposing it and sharing it with you guys. Um, because there is a lot to be said from different areas that aren't health and fitness. I tend to follow a lot of people not in the health and fitness realm. And a lot of that stuff you can um, um, apply to your health and fitness journey. So with that being said, let's dive right in. Okay, so problem number one for a common mistake that causes new habits to fail. One, trying to change everything at once. Ooh boy, do I do this. I am guilty of this. So what's the solution? His solution is pick one thing and do it well. Now this is really challenging. I'm not going to lie, but you know, multitasking isn't like real. (laughs) You can't do more than one thing at once. Truly, it's just your brain hopping from um, task to task multiple times. But this, this is what James had to say. The general consensus among behavior change researchers is that you should focus on changing a very small number of habits at the same time. Okay. I prefer to focus on building one new behavior into my life at a time. Once that habit becomes routine, then I move on to the next one. For example, I spent six months focusing on going to the gym every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Once that felt like a routine, then I moved on to flossing every day. Wow. Okay. So he brought in the fitness element here for an example. And it's funny, I've been seeing this pop up a little bit. I just listened to John Goodman on the Obvious Choice podcast. That's a little bit of like a fitness business podcast. So I don't know if you guys would probably ever listen to that. Again, we're pulling from different areas here. But John Goodman, he pretty much founded um, a professional way to be an online trainer. I'm actually certified through his um, 
as an online fitness trainer through his online trainer academy certification. Um, like I said, he makes being an online trainer very professional and teaches you the skills to truly teach somebody um, how to change their lives and, and reach their goals through online. Cause it's a little bit different than training in person. Right. Um, but he was chatting about this as well. And his term coined for it was the leapfrog effect. And I, I was actually just listening to that today. And it's very interesting. It's basically the concept of, he breaks it down a little bit more, take 30 days to focus on one thing, and then you can hop to something else. And I actually like this better than maybe six months because Again, we're getting very overwhelmed and I don't think that's going to slow down um, between ads and just the freedom that anybody can post anything online and do anything like you are just bombarded with information. Anybody in the world can post whatever they want unless they like put strict regulations, which then the Internet's going to kind of suck. Um, it's always going to be this way. So it's up to you. It, you're in charge of controlling the content you see. So that might be you know, unfollowing pages, muting things. But with that information, you have to pick what to do. And I feel like we're also kind of in this conundrum where anytime we are doing something, one thing, we feel guilty that we're not doing something else. So we feel like we have to do everything all at once, which is impossible. And I also feel like our brain is just seeing all of the highlight reels of everybody. And in our brain, we mush it together as like one person. Like you may see a professional hairstylist doing her hair. Then you see a professional makeup artist doing her makeup. Then you see a travel blogger traveling to all these perfect places and you just mesh them all together in one. And you're like, but she travels and does her hair perfect and does makeup. And I need to do all of that. <laughs> And then if you throw in the cherry on top that you're a perfectionist, it's not a fun time. So I, I, I've definitely been battling with this myself, especially now that I am um, in business for myself because you are always doing a million things at once. And I'm like, do I focus on content creation? Do I focus on building my client roster? Um, what, what the heck do I focus on? So I like this idea. Now, again, take it with a grain of salt. I think you could do more obviously like kind of focus on more than one thing at once like in that month like if if maybe for the first month you're like I'm really I want to build up my running endurance so you're gonna run like you don't have to just exclusively run like obviously you can still lift and stuff and you know focus on tracking your meals but I think a majority of your energy is really going to be focused on running um so maybe what that means is you just put a little bit of extra effort in for those 30 days like the main focus is running so maybe you're going to start listening to running podcasts maybe you're going to get um really good running shoes maybe you're going to follow a uh running program and you set a goal of hey I want to be able to do a mile in x amount of minutes by the end of this month so see how you get a little bit more specific with things and maybe the next month you're going to focus on upping your protein intake or getting more veggies in so i really like that idea of kind of like a general theme to focus on now in in the other podcast episode i was listening to he even broke it down into different areas of your life which i think is pretty cool that's kind of, it's kind of like a more organized way of multitasking if you ask me but at least i feel like it gets you more clear in your mind because that's just in the fitness realm what about in your workspace or relationship wise um if you're really self-controlled you can maybe have an overall just looming thing you're going to focus on for 30 days but um I don't think it's possible in today's world. <laughs> That's very challenging. So 
I know for me, as crazy as this sounds, like taking a walk when it's beautiful outside, I love walking. I will walk for like two plus hours. Like I actually get sad when I have to stop walking. Like it just makes me upset (laughs) because I just love walking. It's just, I love it in nature. Um, But like, I feel guilty because I'm like, oh, I could be getting like, I could be cleaning. I'd be getting stuff done. But really being in nature, moving your body, walking, it's gentle movement. It's great for my Hashimoto's. Um, I get to clear my thoughts. Again, being in nature is just so rejuvenating and so it, it it's important to do um so yes that is number one don't try to change everything at once that's why your habits fail okay problem number two starting with a habit that is too big if you've ever read atomic habits you will probably agree with this he, he his whole concept of the book is basically to build habits through small atomic movements, right? Um, So the solution, as Leo Bobato says, sorry if I butchered that name, make it so easy you can't say no. I use this method with my clients all of the time, okay? Like, it, and, and it's very common in the fitness space you know you i see it with my clients all the time they want to be like well i want to do my workouts perfectly five days a week for an hour and i want to eat my macro goals perfectly and if i miss a day i'm a failure why do i even do this i give up and well (laughs) that's hard to be like 10 out of 10 all the time you're trying to compete with somebody who has been doing this for five plus years and maybe you just started so you need to start small like I don't know why everybody in the fitness space thinks that they need to be on the same level as like these fitness influencers or athletes or professionals that they see it's like in any other realm you wouldn't expect to just like be able to cook like a professional chef like oh my god you've probably been cooking for five ten plus years and you still can't cook like a professional chef right so um, we need to be mindful of that. You, you have to learn too. You have to crawl before you can walk and walk before you can run. So a really good actionable step here is if there's something that you feel like you can't do, um, whether it's getting greens, going to the gym, whatever, what is a task that is so easy that you can say, yes, 10 out of 10, I can do this 100% even on my bad days, I can show up and do this. And I don't care if you start out ridiculously small, like maybe you absolutely dread going to the gym. You hate it. You don't like it. You don't have enough time. You're making every excuse. What if you said, I'm going to walk into the gym and I'm going to walk for five minutes on the treadmill and leave, right? You can at least do that. Even on your bad days, you can come in five minutes, walk or whatever. You have a walking pad at home. You're doing laps outside. You know, maybe you do a couple blocks. You set a timer, whatever, five minutes, right? Anybody can do that. Well, I guarantee you what begins to happen is you're going to be doing five minutes. You're like, well, I can do more than that. I can do 10. And you're like, well, I'm already here. I might as well go lift some weights or maybe I'll stretch or maybe I'll take a class. So you see how it can really build up. Same thing with like nutrition. I mean, veggies. Everybody like sucks with the veggies, right? So like what's an easy way? Maybe... Maybe you absolutely hate vegetables and you're like, well, I'm going to do salsa. Salsa is technically a veggie. If I have my salsa with my eggs every day, that's a step in the right direction. I know I kind of did this. I like veggies. I just, fresh veggies, they they go bad. Unless I'm cooking dinner, it's hard for me to like incorporate them in things. Uh, I, I like salads, but it just depends for me. It's a lot of hassle. I, I just have a weird thing with it. So um, 
I have a bag of frozen onions and spinach and kale in my freezer at all times. And for me to get veggies, uh, like anything that I can think of if I'm cooking it, and I'm like, I could add onions and spinach to this. I just dump it in. And it's allowed me to get so much more vegetables, so much more greens, so much more nutrients in. And it's it's small, but think about it. It adds up how many extra servings of vegetables you may be getting compared to if you consciously didn't do that little thing at all, right? And, and if I forced myself to get an onion and cut it up or you know get fresh spinach that goes moldy and shriveled within like a week like and I just end up throwing it away right so there are little ways to do it so think about the things that you have the most resistance to and think how can I make this so easy I cannot say no okay so that's number two number three seeking a result not a ritual mm-hmm. F- solution is to focus on the behavior not the outcome. And, you know, again, take it with a grain of salt because me personally, I know at least in my fitness journey, um, I felt, I mean, I've been doing this for so long that I kind of felt blah. Like I've been going through the motions, but I haven't felt as excited as I used to, which is fair because I've been doing it for so long. It's not new anymore. You know, you kind of get into a routine. But I will say that looking up to people that have good physiques, or, you know, buying a new supplement that you're excited about or getting new workout clothes or shoes, they can be that nice little boost and bump and motivation that you need. Um, or like, if you look at that girl, like I've always kind of had somebody that I look to for motivation and, um, the one girl I followed, she kind of drifted out of the fitness scene and I don't see her posting workouts or, photos of herself anymore and every time I saw her stuff I was like wow and it kept me going I was like I want to look like that she looks so good and now I kind of found a new girl that I really like and um you know on those days that I feel bad or whatever I I remind myself of her and I'm like yeah she's badass I want to be like that so like you can use that in a way but I would say it's like an accessory right you don't want to rely on it because if you only rely on that you're never going to reach your goals um focus on the behaviors enjoy the process right it's kind of like if you're trying to hike the top of a mountain or you're going um somewhere and the road trip's more fun the hike up is more fun than the view right you got to enjoy the process as well okay nearly every conversation about goals and resolution is focused on some type of result here's the problem new goals don't deliver new results new lifestyles do and a lifestyle is not an outcome it is a process for this reason all of your energy should go into building better rituals not chasing better results if you want a new habit you have to fall in love with a new ritual yep 100 percent. so and this is why i teach creating a lifestyle that you love because when you cater it to fit your desires if you like having salty savory snacks or you like sweets or you like yoga you know we got to sprinkle those things in so you can enjoy the process you can enjoy your lifestyle because you're going to stick to it if you pick something that makes you miserable but they say it's going to you know make you shredded in 30 days like you're not going to stick with it and you're not going to get the result right so very important um number four not changing your environment this is huge right um environment is powerful something as simple as we've all heard about like straighten up your house because having a cluttered house kind of makes your brain cluttered right 
Um, and it can work this way for your health and fitness goals. Build an environment that promotes good habits. I've never seen a person consistently stick to positive habits in a negative environment. This is powerful. The single biggest change that will make a new habit easier is performing it in an environment that is designed to make that habit succeed. For example, if you want to reduce stress and live in a more focused manner, you might turn off push notifications on your phone and leave your device in another room when you're working. That's great. I use do not disturb all the time because I found myself getting distracted and I was thinking about whatever people were texting me or asking me and I could never focus on the task at hand. Um, There's so many things you could change about your environment, um, whether it's the people you surround yourself with, setting boundaries, um, the visuals of your environment. You know, if you work out from home, I actually talked about this in my at-home workout podcast. Um, you know, something with like throwing paint on the wall, putting up motivational posters. Maybe it's a scent. Maybe it is getting cute clothes or cute workout gear to motivate you. Um, being around people who inspire you. Your social media feeds is your environment, people. You can change that. So, you know, take a look at your true environment, what you consume what you see every day what you take in what can you do to promote a better environment even me i found myself i i know it sounds kind of cheesy to watch like those motivational videos or whatever but um when you watch them when i watch them if i'm feeling a little mixed i was telling you i was um it just sets the tone to hear these people and watch these people like actually do the damn thing it really like i i think back to that throughout my day and i'm like well you know i don't feel like doing this but they didn't feel like doing it either and they did it and look at them you know so little things like that really do change your mind and i know when i first started getting into this journey i was obsessed i was reading self-help books i was listening to all these self-help things i was doing so much mindset work and it was hard i fought my brain many many times but i pushed through and it got better and um i really think that that's important to do and it, it really changes it changes your mind completely Okay, and then the last one here, number five, is assuming small changes don't add up. Very important. The solution, get 1% better each day. Nearly every habit you have today, good or bad, is the result of many small choices made over time. If you're serious about building a new habit, then start with something small. Start with something you can stick with for good. Then once you've repeated it enough times, you can worry about increasing the intensity. Build the behavior first. Worry about the results later. 100% if you enjoy the process and you put in the work the results will come so don't stress about the results because they will come if you're doing everything right it's kind of funny because I see this in business Um, a lot of you may not be familiar with the business scene but some of you may in the fitness space a lot of people are caught up with um, (sighs) getting a ton of social media followers and that's all they want to do and that's all they're focused on and I know what I should be doing you know reaching out to people making connections um just showing up consistently being a good person and it's funny when you do all the right boring things it does pay off um you know a lot of the times if you get a lot of followers sometimes they're bots or strangers that don't really know you um if you don't make the connection a follower is just a follower right that you could have 20,000 followers and make no money um I've seen people with like 200 followers make thousands and thousands of dollars a month it it just doesn't matter but that's like the equivalent of you know focusing on followers in a business is the equivalent of focusing on like supplements to change your whole life like you know, you can't focus on those things. You got to do the basic boring stuff, the little habits, build upon it day in, day out, and you will see the results.
Okay. Well, that was a fun one. I really enjoyed going through that. I always love James Clear, uh, his work. The Atomic Habits book is phenomenal. It's nothing new, but the way he says it is amazing. And something about it just really sits with people and that's why that book has become so popular and I like I said I just love his work I subscribe to his newsletter he I like pull quotes from that and concepts all the time I genuinely enjoy his work um so I maybe I'll link it below in the description if I remember <laughs> so you can check that out um but James Clear is pretty cool so I, I did just want to share that with you guys because I thought that was something that you would enjoy um but if you enjoyed this podcast and you're not subscribed already be sure to follow or subscribe turn on notifications so you never miss an episode again i typically release episodes every monday and wednesday um i've been doing the bite-sized content recently just because i'm trying to like i taught you today put in the reps just show up um do what i can do and at this point in time with my workload the shorter lower barrier to entry episodes are where it's at and that's cool that's the season that we're in all right guys it's always been a pleasure chatting with you and until next time bye for now